One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, if you have any questions about uh, your dog, cat, hermit crab. <laughs> <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> the Radio Vet will take care of all. That's right. You're tuned to the Radio Vet with Dr. Kelly on CPL Radio. I had a lot of hermit crabs as a kid. Oh, yeah? Useless, did, pe- useless yeah, pets. Did totally. they survive long? You know, I got one of them actually spent a great deal of time with me. The rest, yeah, you look in a couple months and hmm. then uh, they kind of okay. check out. But um yeah, I had one who actually, you know, seemed to enjoy himself. Really? And yeah, their self. Nice. I don't know if there's a gender I can attach to, uh, you know. I would assume so, but that's an assumption on my part. <laughs> so that, which begs the question, have you ever seen a crustacean? A crustacean brought into uh, practice? Yes. No. No. Have no. not. I have not. <laughs> And what would you say if someone walked in and said, I think my hermit crab is sick? How do you know? just doesn't have that vim and vigor in life that uh, he had before. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Any of those um, shorter-lived kind of quote-unquote pocket pets, (laughs) when they get sick, they're usually on their way out already. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Predictable. You realize, of course, the Hermit Crab Association of America is very upset with you right now. I know. (laughs) (laughs) If they want to share some great information, I would appreciate it, just in case. It could happen. It could happen. You're right. So presumably we're not talking about crustaceans today, but what are we talking about? (laughs) Uh, I was going to talk about aggression in our dogs, our pet dogs. Well, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So far and away, the most common type of aggression is called defensive or fear-based aggression uh, as opposed to offensive aggression. Um, And thankfully so, that's, you know, defensive and fear-based is is more common. 
Because the other one really has a bad prognosis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if if yeah. Rover just tears out for you one morning for unprovoked for no reason. Well, just because he wants to. Yeah. And yeah, it's not, there's no fear involved. It's not a defensive mechanism. Yeah, that's that's pretty terrible. I, I, I guess yeah. I have to, well, now I see you bring these things up and I have yeah. to ask the questions. Uh-huh. Um, are you aware of any time where someone's <laughs> dog just went psycho for no reason? Does no that, apparent reason, No yes. apparent reason? Really? Oh, sure. Gosh, that's terrible. That is terrible. Yeah, that's I mean, a dangerous pet. Are we talk, but I mean, we're talking after maybe like two or three years of normal everyday, mm-hmm. you know, scratching behind the ears and uh, yeah, so kibble on time. And- sometimes that happens, thankfully, very rarely with um, senior pets, yeah. and when it does, unfortunately, it's usually a brain tumor. Oh, geez. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's wow. a, that in itself is a bad prognosis right <laughs> yeah, there. It's yeah, it's not going to work. Wow. Okay. But uh, there was, and I don't know if people still believe in it or not, but there was um, something for several years, uh, decades maybe, called Springer Rage Syndrome, <laughs> in which there was a, you know, I have that. <laughs> a population of Springer Spaniels that had that unprovoked aggression. Okay. Um, and I don't know if that's just faded out with genetics or, you know, what those dogs obviously weren't good, you know, for breeding. Sure. <laughs> so, right. Right. Yeah. You know, but uh, yeah, that was that was a thing for a okay. while. Yeah. Okay. So what we're talking about is uh, a little uh, a little nip when you're so, toenails or something. Or oh, yeah. Toenails are a great example. A lot of <laughs> dogs are very afraid, very anxious about having their nails clipped. And yeah. so how could they show aggression during that? Well, one way would be growling, lifting yeah. a lip, uh, putting their ears down, sure. back, mm-hmm. um, fearful expression like tucking their tail, avoidance, yawning is a sign of fear in dogs. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Lip licking. Okay. Uh, I yeah. see a lot of that in exam rooms. You know, the, the pet is anxious. They're kind of pacing around, avoiding looking at me, and they're yawning. Yeah. That's not it's, a dog who's sleepy. That's a dog who's scared. It's not personal, Dr. Kelly. <laughs> yeah. They're very, they're wary of the environment. You yeah. know, I get nervous walking into the dental office. No, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. an automatic no, response. It's a lear- well, it's a learned response, really. <laughs> right. But, yes. um, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't take long to learn that yeah, one, did it? It's a conditioned <laughs> First response. day with the drill. <laughs> uh, but some veterinarians lament um, with each other about how they feel like today versus 20 years ago, we see a lot more fearful pets. Oh, interesting. Yeah, really? That's really. weird. Yeah. And so, you know... What can we attribute that to? Exactly. Some possible, possible explanations. Uh, puppy mills... Um, you know, yeah. maybe increased Bad. in in number uh, until recently, perhaps. Yeah. And they obviously are not breeding for personality; they're breeding right. for number. Oh, geez, yeah, yeah. that's true. They yeah. they aren't breeding for health either. So yeah, right, right, yeah. <laughs> but so, definitely not for personality. Bad, and, um, bad start in life. You know, if I yeah. were going to breed a particular favorite breed of dog, personality is going to be the number one important thing oh, for me certainly. because if I want them to be pets, yeah. that is the most important thing. Likeability goes a long way in this world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't you don't have a fantastic relationship with your dog because right. they have perfect hips. Right. It's because of their personality. <laughs> so I think I put that above health. <laughs> what hips? What hips? <laughs> <laughs> He's never limped a day in his life. Bite, I love him. <laughs> bites me every day, shreds my clothes, but those hips, let me tell you. Those are rock solid. <laughs> No displacement in this house. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, uh, another thing that um, perhaps may contribute to it too is that 
we no longer have the uh, so many intact, meaning unspayed, unneutered family pets who produce the random breeding. So now more of our dogs, at least maybe in this part of the country, are bred on purpose. <laughs> okay, and yeah, uh, yeah. you know, for maybe for monetary gain and some, and you know, that sure. goes back to not necessarily breeding for personality. Right, uh, but we have you know fewer pet dogs contributing to the general, you know, new dog population because Absolutely. a higher percentage of them are altered. Um, and we have more um, rescue organizations um, who, some of whom take a more extreme view, like every single dog out there should get a home. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter why it was surrendered, no oh. matter what it's history and some of them will purposely hide the history oh that's alarming yes it is and eventually somebody's gonna sue somebody and that's gonna have to stop (laughs) so far as far as i know it hasn't happened well oh my gosh that's a terrible thing i mean um do you do you see do people come to the vet specifically for aggression problems have you seen that really yes and most often again it's fear-based aggression the Mm. dog is unhandleable on a leash because the owner's walking it and they see another person or another dog and their dog displays a great deal of defensive aggression, barking, lunging, growling, snapping, basically trying to make what it's afraid of go away. Right. Okay. So there's a lot of hyper reactivity on leash. That's kind of why my wife and I were just talking about this yesterday. I don't walk my little rat terrier too often. Mm -hmm. He doesn't, he's small. He doesn't really, I mean, he's fine. Um, but it'd probably be good for him. It'd be really good for me. Um, <laughs> and I don't because I've had a few bad experiences just out walking yeah. the town. And I'm like, uh, I don't want to expose him to that, really. I don't Yeah, see... and so one, um, what, short-term, immediate way to improve a behavior yeah. problem is to avoid the trigger. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. And avoid, avoid. Avoid. And I'm really, oh, yeah. I'm a king at that for just everything in life, really. Uh, but um, what I do with that, too, especially, is that if there I see another dog, I don't care how cute, how endearing, mm-hmm. I always cross the street. Yeah. I just naturally say, yes. we're not going to have because the tangled lish thing. Yeah, because your dog is going to bark and no, he's make not. a scene. No, no he, no, he won't. But other dogs like to tear into him because he's small and, uh, oh. and, and nebbishy. <laughs> he looks like Woody Allen. So, okay. you know, it looks like he wants the people want to beat him so up. So, you think all these other dogs are bullies who want to pick on <laughs> I your dog? I absolutely do. I absolutely do. It's, ha- it's happened more often than oh, not. I okay. have to say, every every Aww. time I have a dog to dog interaction with um, with this particular yes. guy, he's just oh, he's particularly. It's one particular he's, dog. Yeah, it's my, my dog. Well, no, no, my dog. Oh, no, okay. no. Hey, whatever. He, he, he's, he's just sheepish by nature, probably because I've cloistered him now most of his life. <laughs> He's not well socialized. I think as a confessional here, but that's just because it's just it's never been a particularly enjoyable interaction. Okay, because he's always like because the other dog sees this is a really I can alpha this one with no problem, huh. <laughs> and he, he I was like I'm beta, I'm beta, you know. So huh. you probably got that from me too, actually. Huh. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I approach life. That's, that's too bad. <laughs> yeah, but the other dogs you know are prone to do that. They are. We we took our prior rat uh, terrier Chihuahua mix, which is exactly what Mr. Beasley is, um, 
to the we used to take him to the puppy park in Grafton. Yeah. And for a little while he was enjoying himself, but then it became less enjoyable when every dog wanted to dominate him. No matter <laughs> and they would dominate him in various ways. Some of which we'd say were prison rules. Um okay. so, yeah, it was kind of frightening. And I was like, Why is your uh German Shepherd doing that to my little <laughs> dog? I mean Well, that's actually a good point to bring up. It yeah. it actually um in a play situation that typically doesn't have anything to do with aggression oh. or mating. Oh, there we um, go. <laughs> it is right. actually a normal part of play. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For dogs. As embarrassing and horrifying as it is to the people watching, it is normal. <laughs> part of play between dogs. I don't want to oppress anybody here. I, uh, <laughs> so I guess I should just say let it rip. Uh, oh, you man. Know. <laughs> but some dogs, you know, have a display a lot more of that than others oh, some yeah. just want to chase the ball sure you know some just want to uh, you know <laughs> compete who's faster who sure. can I, or who can i catch sure sure yeah. sure sure. yeah and some dogs want to do that absolutely <laughs> one day we foolishly brought him it was a chillier day we brought him in his rather embarrassing this is my wife's idea not mm-hmm. me brought him his rather embarrassing turtleneck sweater okay we brought him to the dog park with that oh well, the other dogs were like eh. Look at that! They just, they just started to whip him around in by, by, by his sweater. sweater. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Terrible. Yeah, <laughs> we, we took him home early. <laughs> so you use the word dominate. Yes. Yes. So, um, and that word gets misused frequently um, oh. it, with regard to dogs. Excellent. So. That's kind of why I'm here. It's yeah, because you bring the science, <laughs> and I bring I bring all the uh, uh, cultural, uh, you know, misuse. And <laughs> so the word dominance mm-hmm. with regard to um, animal behavior, the definition means uh, an individual who has priority access to limited resources. Okay. Okay, that's having dominance. It's yeah. always a relative term, <laughs> so you can say. My dog is dominant over that dog. Right, right. But you can't just say my dog is dominant, period. That doesn't make sense because it has to be in relationship to something else. That's like me saying, I'm colder. You're and that's it. You know, that does colder than what? It has to be in relationship to we something else. We need a qualifier else. here, Dr. Yes, Kelly. Yes, yeah. So you can't just say my dog is dominant. That, I, you know what? I get that, that is incorrect. I have gotten that actually. <laughs> they'll, they'll be kind of uh, doing on the verge of doing something very terrible to my dog, and they're like, "Oh," and then they'll kind of shrug it off and say, oh, my dog's just dominant." That, right. That's, and that's what they're saying. saying is, my dog has um, a personality that displays <laughs> dominance with right. in relationship to your dog. And honestly, I don't. Think think that's nearly as important as we were all led to believe years ago um so the theory of dominance in you know in interdog relationships uh, was based on a study done in captive wolves (laughs) well there's no control group there is yeah exactly so wolves in an artificial situation and by the way wolves not dogs <laughs> who have <laughs> been separate species for twelve to fifteen thousand years. Right, right, right. Canine or our pet dogs um, evolved as scavengers, uh-huh. not pack hunters. Okay, who um, didn't necessarily uh, gain a lot by having any dominance, because the main thing you gain when you are um, dominant over your you know peers is yeah. that you have more chances to pass on your genes. You're the one sure. that mates the most. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. Dogs, who, uh, early dogs existing as scavengers, yeah. um, all mated. They, they were prolific breeders. They didn't get a big, um, what, increase in their ability to pass on genes by being 
right. dominant over other dogs. Right, right, right. Um, so we don't really think it's nearly as important or huh. you know prevalent uh, um, in their interrelationships as to we once did. Social quirk. We're kind of letting go of that whole dominance oh, theory. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, it's no longer dominating the. Uh, yeah, do- that doesn't dog mean industry. there aren't dogs out there with assertive personalities. Right, there certainly pro- are. Yeah, there assertive is are. probably a more accurate yeah. uh, word. I would think so. I think so. We, we got to take a break. We come okay. back. We'll talk more about. Uh, Doggies who are endearing <laughs> somehow. <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs> with Dr. Kelly on the Radio Vet on CPL Radio, where we uh, come together every week and talk about interesting things, quirky things, necessary things. Well, we, we hope they're interesting. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. We, we do what we can. We uh, make a lot of episodes, and I guarantee somewhere you're going to hear something <laughs> that applies to you and your animal, I promise you. Unless you're a hermit cramp owner, but we won't go so, there. Uh, I, too, believe that I see probably a higher incidence of fearfulness in dogs than I did 20 years ago. Perhaps more people are aware that they need to bring their dog yeah. to the veterinarian sure, sure. and at least get you know the rabies shot to be yeah. in compliance with law. Right, right. Um, I learned today that the only state that has no legal requirement for dogs to have a current rabies vaccine is Ohio. <laughs> what in the world is going on in Ohio? A bunch of rabid dogs running out. That explains quite a bit. That's where our political process starts every year, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah. Iowa. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. Absolutely. Oh, starts or ends. It's very important. Oh my gosh, crazy. Um, yeah. So maybe we're just seeing more of the dogs we never would have seen before ever. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> That's one possibility. So, so I would float a completely non-scientific theory, yes. out, which is what my role is on this show, uh, and that um, I wonder if they're adopting some of our, some of you with you because I do feel oh. like if you have a tense room. Like at my house, say one of my kids did something, you know, my mm-hmm. kids really sure. stepped. Really the stepped pets in. feel that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. So I wonder, I think culturally we're far more fearful bunch. Oh, <laughs> and I wonder if the doggies are grabbing onto yes. that. A lot of the veterinarians who um, were lamenting the increase in fearful dogs were totally slamming the owners as far as why. <laughs> I'll, I'll take my piece of the, I'll take my piece of the responsibility <laughs> in that one. Um, but I do personally in my practice see quite a few more dogs that are what you would call rescues or secondhand dogs. Sure. Um, And a big chunk of them, for some reason, are coming up from the southern states. Almost every dog who I've seen in the past, say, five to ten years, who has been adopted out by our local Wisconsin Humane Society... I'd say eighty percent of them are from down south. My my guys are like, Ken- my guys are Kentucky dog. Yeah, and he says bark. Yeah, and so um, these dogs have unknown backgrounds. Some of yeah. them were picked up off the street. Some of them were born on the street yeah. and never had owners. Absolutely, um, and many of them are poorly socialized. Yeah, so <laughs> there is a socialization period uh, in developing dogs, puppies that lasts from about six to fourteen weeks of age. Okay, and then it's over. Uh, oh, that's Forever. all you get. Forever. Forever? <laughs> yeah. It's, you mean, there's they're no done, one? Oh. They're done with their 
quote unquote socialization period. It's a specific period of brain development that happens and then it ends. That's only eight weeks. I know. And it's a critical eight oh weeks. Oh my gosh, I totally screwed it up, I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't know. It's a critical eight weeks. Now, that, no doesn't, me. that doesn't mean you can't improve <laughs> a dog whose oh, socialization man. period is over who okay. didn't get much socialization. It doesn't mean you can't improve, but it means you've lost the opportunity for them to be what they could have been. Now I, oh boy. They can be gold, but not platinum. I, fa- I failed him. <laughs> Maybe I they can only be dog. bronze. I don't know. <laughs> so are we talking socialization with humans or no. with other dogs? Uh, with... Basically, it means life experience. Oh, it doesn't mean socialize like play with other dogs. Yeah. It means get exposure to things we don't want them to be afraid of. So uh, okay. riding in a car. Understood. Okay. Hearing the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> Thunder. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it just goofy thing. Going up stairs. <laughs> there are two-year-old dogs who get adopted for the first time who've never had to go up or down a step in their life, and it takes them weeks to figure it out and be okay with it. <laughs> That's lack of life experience, I lack carry of my baby wherever he goes. But so. dogs who lack, lack exposure and positive experience during those critical weeks are yeah. more likely to be afraid of things unreasonably and illogically, sure. things they really don't need to be afraid of. We actually did. Okay with our guy then because we got him at about the seven or eight week mark yeah. and during that time uh being that we have five kids in the house he was handled a lot yes. he was so um i think we at least vacuumed once during that eight week <laughs> <laughs> and critically i i for whatever reason i drove around with him all the time for fun he oh it's a great traveling companion yeah. he said he needed to sit on my lap when i drove which is horribly yeah. unsafe um but that's where he wanted to be so what am i gonna do yeah so, and I mean, so i tell people you know with these puppies who come in at eight nine twelve weeks of age yeah your dog is not done getting their immunizations but it's far smarter to take them out take them places but these things also should be positive yes and they should be presented in a way that's not scary right right. um you know it's far smarter to yes visit your friends who have well-behaved trustworthy adult dogs sure um you know things like that rather than say oh you're not done with your vaccines you have to stay home otherwise you're gonna get sick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Tell more. that to your kids sometimes. I'd love that. <laughs> Leave the baby home. Yeah, I mean, more dogs are surrendered to shelters for behavior reasons than yeah. any other reason. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh-huh. Oh, so it's, yeah, getting them socialized and is critical. And un- undo that stuff is so hard. I mean, it's not just like yeah. an overnight on-off thing. It's, you're so at, when dogs have bad experiences, yeah. they are learning. Right. Yeah, they are true. learning. So avoiding, yeah. you know, three steps that you can apply to almost any behavioral issue we already mentioned avoiding a trigger so if it's predictable <laughs> it's probably that. preventable <laughs> i'm so on board with that yeah um but then there's also relationship building uh yeah. between you know the owner or you know the um caretaker and the yeah, pet um, one important concept for that is nothing in life is free meaning uh, your dog doesn't have to eat out of a bowl you can use every single piece of food that that dog is yeah. due in that 24 hours as a reward for doing something oh, correctly absolutely. Yeah. yes um, and teaching dogs to say please when they do want something is really nice you know we, te- we try to teach our kids manners and <laughs> say please and thank you when you know you have your dog's food bowl and you filled it up and you turn around and they're looking at you 
it's really nice if they automatically sit before yeah. you put it down. Absolutely. It means, yeah, they've got some manners. <laughs> yeah. And so dogs say, <laughs> dogs say, please by sitting. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. really do. Absolutely. Um, avoiding unpredictability in your pet's life um, mm. is helpful too. If they are allowed on the couch, mm-hmm. but except when they're wet. And they get a really bad response from you when they're when they jump up there and they're wet. Sure. To them, that may be unpredictable because yeah. they may not be able to figure yeah, that out. Concept of that, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes they you welcome them up there, and other times yeah. you get all upset. Yeah, you know, that's absolutely. an example of unpredictability that, from the pet's point of view, doesn't necessarily make certainly, sense. Certainly, yeah. Um, and engaging in enrichment, teaching your dog games. Dogs are really good at hide and seek. Yes, and they love absolutely. it. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, they Without love it. They are. Um, yeah, um, it's funny. My my guy has really been playing a lot since our puppy was here, and now she's rehomed. And I got pictures of her yesterday. She flew to Nashville yesterday. Oh my goodness! Isn't that crazy? I yeah. know. And she hates being contained, so that must have been a wild flight. Um, mm. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Everyone going to first class. <laughs> it was just close off. It was just close off, coach. Um, <laughs> no, she did very well. I guess. Oh good. And, uh, yeah, but um, but my guy, she taught him to play. Yeah, he had forgotten how to play, and yes. now he's playing all the time. Oh, even with her no longer there, he's just like, "Oh yeah, I'll keep this going. Let's keep this. This That's is fun. Nice. It is nice. So definitely a good. Uh, although he does like to play at two in the morning. Oh, he. <laughs> Are you sure he's not a cat? <laughs> I know, right? He brings me his uh, his little uh, pink, you know, bone thing with the spikes on it, but he loves. And what's great is actually I can play with him in my sleep. I, I'm still sleeping. <laughs> he's still sleeping and he's pulling, and then I'm like, "Okay, that's fun. We're having a good time." And he only, you know, ten minutes, and he goes back to bed. So it's nice. It's just a weird habit. Like two in the morning, he's like, "Hey, let's go." And he doesn't. He wants to do it in, you know, in the bed. You know, he doesn't like. You know, I'll throw. It's weird. It's just a strange thing. I'm like, it's fine with me. Whatever you want. I'll go back to sleep in ten minutes. So, but yeah, he's plays playing again. So it's nice. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, some ways that we deal with fearfully aggressive pets in the clinic yeah Yeah. you get some we get some and so some of them uh, when the owners are um, what motivated enough we will do what are called happy visits meaning three times a week for several weeks the owners stop in without an appointment they walk in the door the front desk staff showers the pet with treats and they walk around and walk out it's not a. It's not an exam. Wow. A, and we work That's a up. Committed pet owner. We work up to walking into the room, and or you know, be maybe sitting on the table. Much you more know. pronounced than I thought it was. I had no idea. Well, These some, guys are really. Yeah, some pets are that fearful. Wow. And if we can improve them, great. Because you know, this may be a one-year-old dog who yeah. inherited a very fearful personality. Personality in dogs <laughs> is definitely partly genetic. Oh, interesting. Uh, interesting. So it's not nature versus nurture, either or. It's both. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's it, both. There is actually a, a well-documented fearful personality in dogs that is highly inheritable. Huh. So, yeah. That but, is amazing. Um, unfortunately, yeah, those dogs right, are going right. to be fearful no matter what. That doesn't, yeah. it's just <laughs> naturally. I may, my little guy uh, may, I mean, it's not It's not so chronic or debilitating, you know, but yeah. he's just naturally kind mm-hmm. of like, eh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not thrilled. So in, <laughs> in the clinic situation, then one other thing we'll do uh, is have varying levels of sedation, anxiety <laughs> relief. Chemical. And what about for the anxiety pets? Relief. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, because some dogs are just so fearful that the best thing we can do for them is 
get them through what we need to do yeah. with them being less aware, less fearful, sure. and have a less um, less of a chance of remembering it later yeah. on and learning anything <laughs> negative. Sure, sure. Yeah, we're using memory loss drugs. The, wor- here, yeah. right. the worst, the worst thing we can do to a fearful animal is pile on more humans yeah. to holding them still, oh. make it so we can get done what we need to get done because they are learning when yes. we do that, and they're not learning anything good. The cat I had when we were a kid uh, it was time to clip uh, clip his nails, and um, let's see, my brother. Uh, I, I held the cat. My dad held the cat. I made the cat happy. My mom uh, held the clippers. My brother held out the nail. It was this whole. It was and then yeah. it was just like, this is torture. This is uh, you it's know mental torture. <laughs> this is absolute yeah. torture. We might yeah. as well waterboard it's them all. Mental torture. It. Sometimes I really have to work hard to talk owners into letting me sedate their pet. Yeah. Because they're afraid of sedatives or afraid of drugs. They think, oh, oh, well, this could be bad for his heart. You know what's really bad for their heart? <laughs> Adrenaline what we're doing now. and cortisol, <laughs> right. which is a stress hormone. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. That's incredible. That's... Yeah. But sometimes that's the best thing we can do for everybody involved for safety and for the, sure. the poor pet who's just that fearful. So we're talking about the aggression in you know dogs, dogs specifically, I guess, and cats as a whole. Other, I don't even know where right. to start with that. Yes. You know, I mean, because they have extra things that can make you bleed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but here's here's the question for you, and I've okay. never asked this on this show before. Did you ever get like righteously bitten? Did you ever have, like a day mm. where you just got nailed? Seriously like, bitten? Yeah, seriously bitten? No. No. Okay, that's um, good. Then you're doing all right. I've had minor bites. Right. right. Yeah. Minor. Yeah. Uh, pff, I'm. It's been you know it's been over ten years honestly since oh. I've been bit. I'm probably due pretty soon. <laughs> Now that I brought it up, oh my god! I have to assume cats have probably delivered the more. Uh... I've never been bit by a cat. Knock on wood. That's fantastic. Well, wow, that's really I good. I would or... so much rather be bit by a dog than yeah, a cat. Yeah. Oh no, me as well. Those yeah, cats play for keeps. Cat, Dog, dogs, well, dogs do warning shots. Cats do- don't seem to no, do that. No, dogs do more than warning shots, <laughs> but. Dog bites almost never get infected. Cat bites always do. They do that. Yeah. They get puffy right away, don't they? Yeah. Well, they yeah they can be dangerous. Oh. Cat bites. Yeah. Well, like wi- like wind up on IV antibiotics in the hospital. Dangerous. Oh God, I didn't yeah. know that. Yes. All right, I'm not gonna ever. Get- <laughs> okay. I'm gonna treat my Siamese girl when I get home a lot differently yeah. now. Hi, I'm <laughs> no, she's a good girl. So, well, this is all good stuff. If you have a dog that you're worried about or a pet that you're worried about um, aggressive behaviors, probably go visit your vet vet as soon as possible. Correct. I'm assuming that's yes. You know. Although you may be referred to a certified <laughs> pet dog trainer, or oh, you know, yes. hopefully we don't have nearly enough of those. Sadly, we really don't. <laughs> or those who are willing to take on the Caesar true Milan, aggression the Caesar cases. Of, uh, every, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, they they probably don't come cheap. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh, my. So, well, thank you for all the good information again. Thank you. Dr. Kelly on CPL Radio with the Radio Vet. We'll be back next week. Thank you. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 